Hey, Vomiteers, this is co-host Doug. Just, you know, we recorded this uh, actually a week ago. In fact, closer to a week and a half uh, before you're hearing this. So it seems like we're not talking about the unfortunate uh, passing of Chadwick Boseman. But it's not that we were uh, grossly incompetent or being rude about it. Uh, it's that it hadn't happened yet. So I just want to address that, and we'll be talking about that on the next episode. Uh, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Wakanda forever! So you have the ah uh versus the you uh, opening. So the ah uh is I actually uh, quoted Disney in context. Aww. So I'm so proud of you, Doug. I was talking to a, uh, 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 an acquaintance about um, Hawaiian sayings uh, because apparently my well not apparently but like my uncle does actually own Pau Maui uh, vodka and Pau P A U means like finished like. The end of yeah, like, finished. Or they also use Pauhana for happy hour, which is like off done work, off work, happy hour, happy time. So, and there's Jimmy's not paying attention because he was the one I was talking to. And they have chill at him. They have uh, Pau Ohana, which is like work stopped. Now it's family time. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, I went Ohana means family. <laughs> Nobody gets left, left behind. behind. <laughs> like I was the voice, which I haven't seen Lilo and Stitch. I'm probably closer to Gollum than I am Lilo or no Stitch. I'm very far away from Lilo on that <laughs> voice. So you know, I was thinking like, oh, like, hey, I quoted, and it was like, but like, he goes, Michelle laughing goes, no one's ever quoted like Lilo and Stitch in context. Where it's like, oh, Hannah, and we're like, we're like just like just breaking down the words. I'm like. It's family. Um, or the U, which I have to explain. There's a comic from the 90s called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I may or may not have a shit ton of tattoos from that comic down my left arm. There's a thing that um, the guy Vasquez did in the comic where he had, like, in the, like, in the meantime, like, little side stories. And there's a guy who's on a date who has his guts start rumbling. Tries to fart, shits himself, and then is like, how do I explain this to my date? Because like everyone's like, oh, like someone's baby needs changing, what's that smell? And he gets up and he goes, oh my god, someone put shit in my pants! And like runs away. And the picture of like him like running away with like shit coming out of the, the, <laughs> la- the legs of his pants. Because I was going to say like, before you showed up, like... I had a bit of a hard fart and was like, ooh, I almost, I almost had a someone put shit in my pants moment. So those are the openings. Um, we've already started. So fun fact, uh, the guests, or the guests, the listeners get to decide which ones they would have preferred. I'm sure I'll hear about it later. But it was Lilo and Stitch versus someone put shit in my pants. Basically a shitting in your pants joke. Yeah. A diarrhea joke. Nothing about my dad, dad. Oh, except for that part. Um, okay, so let's get right into, I almost said the list you cannot see, which is totally not the right show I'm talking about, because that would be damn. They still can't see your list anyway, because it's on your phone. No, that's, but this is the Vomitorium. It's it is the Vomit. Oh, and by the way, uh, this is Nerd Vomit. I'm Doug. I'm a nerd. This is my Vomit. I'm with Christina. What up, nerds? She's going to vomit with me. We're going to co-vomit. Someone put vomit in our places you put vomit would you vomit in your shirt, I guess? You wouldn't vomit in your pants. That's diarrhea. That's diarrhea. I'm sorry, I couldn't, couldn't stop laughing. Also, I consider vomiting aborting a food baby. I think it was something I posted online years ago. That would be true. It, yes. It's yes, very, it very be. true. Let's get right into it. Don't get too excited there, Doug. I'm excited. Uh, because I didn't make half my notes. Shit. <laughs> Let's start with Eurovision, the story of Fire Saga. I'm paraphrasing 
part of that. I think it's a longer name. Um, but it's the Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, uh, Pierce Brosnan's in it. Uh, Dan Stevens, I want to say. He was Legion in Legion, which is how I know him. Was like the weird, like, smarmy, secretly gay... Russian? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Russian. And then, uh, 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 Izzy, uh, 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 what's her name? Izzy, with the long hair. Yeah, that I know Izzy. I just Izzy, Izzy Azalea? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not She's in That's it. the fluffy. Huh? Iglesias. I thought that isn't that the comedian? No, that's fluffy? Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, I know. I got the no, last name. No, Gabriel right. Iglesias is the. No, hold on. Yeah, I, I think Gabriel he's Iglesias. No, he's that's, a comedian. Who's with the mole on his face? <laughs> From Eurovision? No, no, no. Just in general. Okay. Well, anyway, we're getting all of our Iglesias confused. <laughs> Which is a great opening. <laughs> but, well, second uh, opening, but, yeah, I would say. Third opening, technically. But uh, yeah, Dan Stevens, uh, who plays the one that tries to seduce Rachel McAdams. Yeah. I was like, don't trust him. He's Legion. He has mental powers and is evil. Because um, he was on FX. Legion. Okay. He also played the prince slash beast in the live action Beating the Beast. He did? Yeah, that was him. Oh. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm a walking on TV, motherfucker. Yeah, I know that. Um, I almost said batch. I would have been okay with that. Good thing you tried to I, do that at I, work. I thought, yeah, at the day job, <laughs> I thought you were, I thought someone else was you, and I was like, hey, batch. Um, and then our boss came up and said, did you know Derek, or Doug calls you a bitch? And I'm like, well, I know he calls you a pita. He's like, nah. He thought this person was you at work. I did. I thought someone else was you. And I was like, oh, but like, I can say, hey, batch, to you. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Or call you Biff. Yeah. Like, you know. PETA. PETA. P-I-T-A. Sounds, stands for pain in the ass. Yep. Uh, not a Hunger Games reference. Nor a Greek food reference. That's true. No. I don't no, call you PETA, bread. pain in the ass. Though I do think it's funny that, like, his name is PETA and he gives her bread. I'm like... He's pita bread. Pita bread. <laughs> At least his last so name's is not it would file. Be considered like a, not a foreshadowing, but if his name is Pita, but he's a bread baker. It's pita bread. I mean, it's it's subtle. But does his name like? Uh, never mind. I'm going off topic. Jay Hush. <laughs> We've talked about this. No, um, no. What did you think of Eurovision? The I story of Fire Saga. I actually thought it was good. I thought it was really funny. It was um, funny. I, I had to go of, back and rewatch the one scene. Yes, that you didn't realize that, spoilers, the elves kill a person, and then Will Ferrell just leaves the knife going, in case you need to murder more. Yes, <laughs> Or yep. have to do more murders. Yep, um, in case you have the, to murder more. The, the, the final payoff of the elves' like subplot is fantastic. It's great. Um, I thought it was kind of a return to form with Will Ferrell that, you know, I like Talladega Nights. I like... The first Anchorman. We don't talk about the second Anchorman, because why? It's the second one. It's, Sequels usually are never always, it's but it's not, good as the it's first. Not good. It's not good. Um, I mean, we like Stranger Than Fiction. We like what he does when he's being dramatic. Um, Everything Must Go is a great movie. Step Brothers? Was that Step Brothers. Yeah, it was a good one. This one was, I, I think, Eurovision, or like Fire Saga, I'm going to call it, um, was a bit reminiscent of a movie he did called um, Blades of Glory with... I'm gonna fuck this up, um, real hard. It's with the guy who plays. Um, you got this, Doug. I know I can do this. Hold You're on. You're walking IMBD. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, he's Napoleon Dynamite. His name's John Heater. He's best friends with Michael Rosenbaum. So I'm gonna start dropping names. Not that like that's not dropping names really. But, yeah. Um, but like. Blades of Glory I thought was really funny and kind of an underrated comedy and I think Fire Saga Eurovision whatever I think is an underrated comedy I think it's one of those like it just kind of flew under the radar with everything going on with quarantine and yeah. my Netflix I was watching it this morning and my dad asked like, is it as funny as the previous and I was like it's actually not bad it's pretty good it's funny like it's not like oh my god this is like the best comedy ever like it it's doesn't it's not that stupid funny that you're like Oh goodness. It's like a mediocre comp not mediocre, but like an adequate comedy. It gets you yeah. it gets you there. Like it sets it up, it gets you there, pays it off. Yep. It's not like 
Talladega Nights or Anchorman where you're like, this is one of the greatest comedies ever written. This is one of those where I'm like, he did it. It wouldn't have made shit in the theaters. Like, yeah. There's no way. It's but, nice to see him acting again, though. I feel when, like I was, when wasn't he? I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen him in as many movies as like before. Like when I was younger, I feel like he was in a lot of movies. Well, I mean, he was what's his name in the Lego Movie. I never watched the Lego movies, so. I don't want to have me slapping Christina on. Air. On air. So I'm just going to do like a hand slapping sound. And I want it to be that loud. What the fuck do you mean you've never seen the Lego movie? I've never seen any of them. Yeah. Lego movie? Awesome. Like, other than, like, everything is awesome, everything's powerful. Like, that movie is actually fucking rad. Uh, Lego Batman? Fucking fantastic. You wouldn't get half the jokes. Um, and I don't mean that horribly. They reference a lot of, like, the 1960s, like, Batman stuff, like, the Bill Dozer stuff, the, like, shark repellent spray, like, you know, um, stuff you're, unless you watched, like, the original Batman with, uh, you know, uh, Burt Ward and Adam West, which, I, I mean, I wasn't alive when that happened, but yeah. I watched it. Oh, it's, everything's about to get loud, so we're all going to start yelling. <laughs> Just so you know, I apologize. Yeah, bar, bar scene's been a little loud it's, today. I mean, yay, everyone's out of quarantine. Yeah, it's great. Bad for recording. So, but like, the Lego movie's great. Uh, Batman Lego's awesome. Uh, Lego Movie 2, it's alright. Um, they didn't retread a lot of stuff, but it wasn't... It didn't have that same magic. Gotcha. It's the same way that, you know, I, my whole thing with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, where it's, like, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, you're like, oh, my God, there's, like, this fucking talking raccoon and this tree and yeah. this guy from, like... I am Groot. Yeah, well, or, or, like, you know, and, like, the, the Star-Lord's, like, from, like, what was it, Missouri or whatever, and Gamora and Thanos, and you're like, holy fuck. There's but, a lot of information in that movie. Yeah. And, like, you're seeing, like, brand new ideas. And then the second one, you're like, okay, well, this is their further adventures. But, like, yeah. I've seen a talking raccoon. Yeah. I've seen... See it, Brian. Like, I've seen a talking raccoon. I've seen Groot. And, yeah, it's baby Groot, and it's a different Groot. But, like, I've seen a talking tree. Okay, we get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Vin Diesel. Um, but, yeah, with the, the second Lego movie, like, it was, like... Alright, like, okay, I get it. It's like, it's Legos, and there's Master Builders, and now there's like, the little sisters got like, Duplo creatures, and whatever. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen the first Lego movie, it's phenomenal. I will take another shot of Jameson, please. Alright, sounds good. Thank you. Also, don't know who that waitress is. Yeah. Server? Server. That's the more, I should be progressive. Bartender? Uh, I guess you could say bartender. Thank you, Matt. That was bothering me. Oh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were you we on? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Eurovision, I thought, was a, a nice kind of return to, like, kind of the middle part of Will Ferrell's career, where, like, he would actually, like, take a few risks and go, like, let's make a movie that it's funny, but it's not, like, yeah. laugh a minute, laugh a minute, laugh a minute, like, Let's have like some like moments where like some like story with comedy. Yeah, where like the the story could breathe, the audience could breathe, and I think that with you know Blades of Glory and with Eurovision, I think we got that. Um, I don't, I don't feel bad recommending it to you at all. No, I actually thought um, it's one of those where like I've got a few friends where they don't like Will Ferrell. I'm like, well, if you don't like Will Ferrell, don't watch it. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing's ever going to be as bad as Holmes and Watson. Don't ever watch that movie. See, you saying don't makes me no, want to go watch no, it. No, no, no. I have, I have like the worst movies I've ever watched. Do you have a, a list, a forbidden list of you never watch these? I wouldn't say a forbidden list. I'd go, if you really just want to like make your soul hurt, Here's watch the these movies. Like if you want your eyes to vomit blood and tears, 
I've got movies. Also, probably I vomit as well, which, I mean, would be tears, but, like, actual vomit. Because the three worst movies I've ever seen, not in this order, not in this order, but close, uh, and there's only three of them, would be Holmes and Watson. It was a, something like a 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. They were going to put it in theaters, and then they kicked it over to digital, and Netflix was like, yeah, we're not promoting this. Like, we bought it, and we're not promoting it. Ooh. It was... That bad? Yeah. Um, our mutual friend Alex was like, yeah, so when I walked out of Holmes and Watson, and I was like, oh, like, you know, was there a postcard? He goes, I don't know, like, when I walked out of Holmes and Watson. Like, oh, he walked out wow. of the middle of it. I've, I've never walked out of a middle of a movie. This is a story I've talked about ad nauseum, so I'm not going to get totally into it, but, like, I've almost walked out of one movie, which was the um, remake of Clash of the Titans. I think I've probably only seen the remake. I don't think I saw the original. The original is fucking perfect. I will fight anyone that says that. It's Ray Harryhausen, uh, Harry, yeah, no, I said that right. Ray Harryhausen, uh, stop motion animation. Um, it is brilliant. It it just it it hits the right tones on every level. There's uh, a little robotic. Oh, it's cute. Um, there's like deformation. There's Lawrence Olivier as Zeus, and he's the one. By the way, he's the one that says "Unleash the Kraken." Like that immortal line to me. And I don't mean immortal like they're Greek gods. I mean like yeah. It goes on through like time. Uh, Unleash the Kraken. Um, Harry Hamlin, uh, Andres, uh, what is her name? Andrea, Al- uh, uh, Andrea, oh, fuck. I'll think of her name in a, mi- in a minute. She was a Bond girl as well. Andrea, oh, fuck. Anyway, uh, 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 what's his name? The Penguin from the original 60s Batman, uh, Burtis Meredith. Danny DeVito? No. No, that sorry, was the wrong 90s. One. That was My the 90s. Bad. Which we're gonna, we're gonna talk about some penguin shit later. Okay. Because you have not been following the the fandom, I assume. No. No. Um, Is it the new trailer for the Batman DC movie? All sorts of stuff. Yes. Oh we're we're going to get the fandom. Um, but yeah, Eurovision. I would recommend uh, it if you yeah, like. Yeah, like, I think it's fun. It is. Like it's not the funniest movie I've ever seen. It's not the best movie I've ever seen. But I'm going like, I didn't feel bad recommending it to you. Mm-mm. I was like. It's funny, and you're going to get a laugh, and you might forget that the elves killed someone. Shut up. But otherwise, like, it's funny. Like, it's just like, oh, this is, I wouldn't even call it, like, mindless. Like, it's like, it's funny. Yeah. Um, and most Americans don't know what Eurovision is. Uh, Lordy makes a cameo. I do want to say that. Lordy was, like, the weird, like, monster band. I don't know if you caught that. Um, but Lordy actually did win the Eurovision. They're from Sweden. And they're basically like European Guar. Do you know who Guar is? Okay. I don't. Short version. They're basically monsters. Well, Guar had like a whole like mythology of like they were like intergalactic space monsters that started a rock band to like I don't know do stuff. Okay. Um, they're basically theater majors that loved heavy met that loved heavy metal and very into. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Ooh, some Louis Vuitton. It's gonna be Louis Vuitton. If you get him at the, if you get him at, at the pawn shop, that joke is better than you acted, audience. Um, Louis Vuitton. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, that was funny. That was great. Thank you. Um, I wasn't looking for validation, but, but it was. thank you. Um, Lordy was. Uh, I think maybe they were Finnish, if not Swedish. But some, some kind of upper uh, northern European. Yeah. And they were a metal band, but they were like monsters from hell. Yeah. And they had like Rock the Hell Out of You and Chainsaw Buffet is one of my favorite songs from them. Um, but they were they did a cameo, but they were like the monster band. And like there's a scene from the actual real life Eurovision where they're like on a yacht that doesn't get blown up, like in the movie. Um, it and does they're get all blown like up? No, it doesn't get blown. Doesn't. I thought they said it does. No, it doesn't. Uh, but like all on like a yacht and like they're like lounging on like, like lo- like you know like lounge chairs like by yeah. a pool. But they're all still like full monster makeup and it's like 
fucking ridiculous. Like, it is so funny. We were like, fucking awesome. They're like, yeah, this is just who we are. That's pretty... It's great. Like, we'll we'll look up Lordy off yeah. air, but like... No, but the, you're the saying that, that like, I know which band they are from the movie. Yeah, the, 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 the weird yeah. monster band. Um, they actually won Euro Trip. I, I, I want to say Rock the Hell Out of You. I could be wrong on that, but I've got like three of their albums. Like, I think they're a great, like, actual metal band. Nice. Like, they're just fun. Like, they're fun. Like, yeah. They have, like, Chainsaw Buffet and Could You Love a Monster Man. And I'm trying to think of any other songs, and I can't, other than Rock the Hell Out of You and whatever. Turns out they might be slightly Christian, and it's like, Rock the Hell Out of You is not, like, it, it's more like a religious it's, kind it's of more rock real, the yeah it's more like straightforward than I thought as opposed to like we're gonna rock the hell out of you like you know when like a band comes up and we're like are you ready to rock the hell out of you and you're like yeah and it's like are you ready to be saved what <laughs> by, like, by like some kind of like zombie demon creature <laughs> which admittedly I think it was if I was gonna be saved it'd be by like some kind of heavy metal zombie demon creature yeah that would be I think that's, you know, where I'm at. It's definitely worth... That's where I'm at religiously and spiritually. I mean, really. I do highly recommend watching Eurovision. Even if you're not even a Will Ferrell fan, just it's a great movie to at least go and watch. And it's Rachel Rachel McAdams doing something different. Yeah, that was different for her. Um, The surprise, like, of um, seeing um, Pierce Brosnan as the dad. Yeah. And they're all talking about, like, how he's like, half the kids on there like weird like Scandinavian island are his he like basically just fucked around and like yep. how he hates Will Ferrell as a son yep. it was so funny because they're like maybe he was drunk and they're like he's like no no he said you might think I'm drunk but I'm not I hate you like the soul crushing like comedy of Pierce Brosnan yep. as his dad and then he ends up Marrying Rachel McAdams' mom after they got together and have after like they a get kid. together and have a baby and they're like it'll never not be weird. Yep. Uh, fantastic. Even legal. Yeah, there's. They're not biological. No, but technically, if Rachel McAdams and the Will Ferrell character got together and got married, wouldn't they technically be family? Yeah, but they're not biologically related. They'd be. No, I meant with their parents marrying each other. In terms of the whole stepsister, I I don't know. There are parts of Europe that are very progressive. That's true. The French prime minister had at least one mistress, and people were okay with it. So I mean, you know, in a small in in, 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 in a small Finnish town, I wouldn't call it incest, but I mean, like, because like no one's biologically related. Yeah. Except for like the mom and the daughter, and then the dad and the son, but and now they're, they're not all marrying each other. The beca- they're not, you know, they're not marrying each other because it's not Alabama. So incest joke. All right, so Slip let's that one in there real smooth, there, Doug. Real smooth. Let's talk uh, a little bit about Disney because I know you like that. Yes, I do. I finally. Oh wait, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I'm just listening. I'm going to have you guess. What do you think it's going to be? About Disney Plus? No, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I'm going to buy into a subscription <laughs> service. You're fucking dumb. I finally watched Toy Story 4. Oh. Uh, I have had a Forky shirt in my closet for two years. Because I refuse to wear a shirt with a movie I like haven't seen, don't get the reference, whatever. Now you can finally wear well, the shirt. Well, I mean, I got the reference. I knew he was like, I'm trash. Like, why am I here? It's a terrible Tony Hale impression, which, by the way, is the voice of Forky, Tony Hale, from Veep and American uh, Rest of Development. Um, yeah, I finally got it. I, I didn't cry as hard as I thought I would. Yeah, I didn't either. I got a little misty where, like, he, like... Because when, like, at the very end... Spoilers. Well, if you haven't seen it by now, you're living yeah, under like, a rock. Yeah, like, right? Like, uh, yeah, I'm living under a rock. Um, just so I could wear a t-shirt after two years. I'm like, <laughs> that's just wasted real estate in my fucking closet at yeah. this point. Um, and it's a great shirt. It's forky. Where it's like, and it says, why am I here? And I'm like, I'm going to wear that all the time. Because, like, 
I'm trash. Are you going to wear that in your uniform shirt when you're working? I will guarantee. The next time you and I work together, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'm going to do longer tomorrow Strip anyway. it like, this, the Superman like the Superman style. thing. Like, I'm forky. <laughs> um, Why no, am I uh, here? You know, it, it was... It wasn't as sweet as the other... Yeah. Like... Like it, it was I, them trying to... It, to me, it felt like them trying to continue... I'm good. The um, saga without having... Well, like, okay, I, so now you know Woody's not going to be in Toy Story 5, which they have said there's going to yeah. be a 5 and 6. This I don't have stop no, here. Okay, I have no control over John Lasseter. He's not answering my emails. <laughs> I appreciate your try, though, Doug. Oh, I want a... Dude, I want a Duke Kaboom movie like none other. I want a Duke Kaboom movie... And I want a movie where you actually do see the, um, what is it, the Ducky and Bunny characters, where they're like, we're going to storm the, like, where they do, like, plush attacks and all that. Like, I want to see that movie. That would be funny. Yes. Where, like, in the, it wasn't in the first movie they fuck with the kid from next door and, like, all the toys Sid? come to life? Yep. Yeah. Like, I kind of want that with the uh, Keegan, uh, Keegan Michael Key, whatever, Peel. Yeah. The Ducky and Bunny, where they're, like, talking about, like, storming the, like, uh, um, carnival grounds, um, but I want to Duke, Duke Kaboom. I'll get a fucking tattoo of Duke Kaboom. I guarantee fucking to you. Like, that would and, be a cool movie. And he will actually, if I get a tattoo of it, he will be going through that fucking hoop, that like fake like paper yeah. flame hoop. Um, God. And he said whoa. Yep. Because in every movie, Keanu Reeves has to say whoa. That I did not know. Yeah, he says it in. All of the Bill and Ted's, which comes out next week, we'll talk about that eventually. Um, he says it in the Matrix, like when they do the roof jump, and he goes, "Whoa!" Like that's the whole joke. Is like he always says "Whoa" in a movie, and in Toy Story Four, he's like, "Do you really have laser beam eyes?" And they're like, "Maybe," and he's like, "Whoa!" Um, I would pay for the, the Canadian Evil Knievel toy fucking movie. Um, John Lasseter, answer my emails, please. But no, like, you know, I got a little misty when, like, Woody fucks off to join Bo, which was very sweet, and to, like, become a lost, you know, in quotes, lost lost toy. Um, But the fact that, like, you know, when Buzz Lightyear goes, like, she'll be okay without you, and Woody thinks he's talking about Bo, but he's actually talking about Bonnie. Like, I'm going to get a little misty right now. A little bit about Bonnie. Like, ugh. Like, Bonnie is so, ugh. I love her to death. The, the torture they put her parents through was not... It was horrible. It makes me kind of hate toys. Um, and then I love the post-credit scene where Bonnie makes another, like, weird forky toy, but it's a lady. Yep. It's a, it's a knife. It's a knife, which, one, is, like, not safe. Like, that would never happen, by the yeah. way. Just saying, I have a child, that would never happen. Like, they're not just going to hand him a plastic knife and go make a toy out of it, because that's a shank, folks. Um, I think it was in our lunchbox, though, or in the trash. That's where Bonnie found Forky. Yeah, yeah. But he was a spork. Like, yeah, he's sharp, yeah. but like, he's not a fucking knife. Yeah. Like, that's a knife, if yeah, I can make that knife. joke. That's a knife. Because there was a movie called Crocodile Dundee where he said that from uh, before you were born. Anyway, that's a knife. Um, but that like Forky like falls in love with it and he goes I'm gonna tell you everything like cause she's like trash and he's like no we're toys like I'm gonna tell you everything and she goes why are we alive and he goes I don't know <laughs> and that's where it ends with like him still being an idiot yep. I love it um, I don't know who the voice of the knife creature was um, I don't but it was it was very sweet um, and this is a sweet movie. I was unhappy with Bo's outfit changes. Yeah, like I didn't like her whole story arc was weird, and like yeah. I, the whole like evil toy thing is so bizarre. Like I, my thing is I didn't think she was ceramic because she was always plastic in the first two movies. To me, no, I always thought she was ceramic or porcelain or something. Maybe just because that animation style back then too. But that's but I was also very young. That was like so twenty I, years ago. I mean, yeah, but. So it takes like five years to make those yeah. movies. No kidding. But she has like the removable skirt, but it's like 
if you look back at the original one, she had a pink top. Well, she had the petticoat and all that. And yeah, she did. But it's the overalls underneath. Because if you actually look at the original first two movies, you know how, like, the skirt can come off to be yeah, a petticoat? Yeah, but she wasn't, like, Laura, was, she wasn't, like, Laura Croft, like, lost toy, like, Mission Impossible badass at that point. No, but I'm talking about her actual design on the lamp versus oh, the one oh. now. Is that you can tell that she in the newer one she has the blue overalls and can take the skirt off as a petticoat and it turns into an actual pair of overalls. In the original one, she, she was had like one piece of porcelain. Yes, and it was all pink. So that was one of my things. Uh, yeah, I did. don't. Yeah, I don't approve of the new Bo Peep style. If they had kept it more of maybe like a pair of pink overalls and not blue. Okay, like color-wise as opposed that to design-wise. That just took her old style and turned it into something very new, which totally changed. I guess I didn't really think about it. Like, yeah, like she would be porcelain and she would be like stuck in like one form. Yeah. I mean, it's implying that the, the, the pink taffeta porcelain was like an outfit that you could take off like a uh, almost like a shell I would yeah. say or like yeah that's what I would think too but I thought like I mean I don't the, want to think of her naked underneath that, no but, like, you but know if what I mean? the skirt like, could be removed then why was the top half of the under one like the, the, the denim, denim blue but her skirt was pink whereas in, if you look back at the first two movies she was all pink I like that we're overthinking like yeah I know Pixar movies about like toys that are alive yeah which I hope they're I really hope they're not because yeah. I have a lot of Funkos trapped in like basically their boxes. Well, basically, like, a, I have like I have like some like sci-fi like prison cell cube thing where like we're all stacked up and we can't get out of the thing and it's like or Perk Figment stuck in the actual box. Oh, like he actually can get out of the box and then he's like in another box. <laughs> Poor Figment. Face a fire breathing dragon. Imagination breathing dragon, I should say more. Yeah, I was so. like, he's, yeah. Mm. But I, I'm going back from like the true Disney order of enjoying the very first beginning movies and then seeing how characters design changes and it's like, but that's not how you. Bo just... wasn't in the third one, was she? She had already been taken. to... Yeah, she was had already been donated. Because the third one's the one with the daycare, right? With yep. like the weird. And she'd like, already been donated, and they do reference her and saying like the Bo wasn't, you know, was here. Like, and they or that have, she was a lost toy at that point or something. Yeah. They might have not said lost toy, but something yeah. about that. They, but yeah, I'm just going off the concept of I look at the old character designs to the new one. And I'm like, I don't like it because you changed her concept. Yeah, but that's just me. Yeah, like I think if I if I binge like all four movies, like I'd probably agree with you. I mean, I but being that I I, hadn't, I yeah. watched I finally got around to four after like two years. Like yeah, like I yeah I didn't really put that together. Like Bo's like whole thing is like radically different. Yep. But I want a Duke Kaboom tattoo or toy. Yeah. Or both or movie all three. So what else do you have on your... Okay, so jumping from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, blah, 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 let's get right into DC's Fandom, which launched this week. Oh, boy. Uh, Well, yeah, uh, late last week at time of recording. We have seen some trailers. We have seen some behind-the-scenes. We... That's about it. Um, We've seen... A major comic book or major, like, you know, with Warner Brothers and DC, seen a major push of, like, doing, like, a virtual con all their own. Like, Marvel's not done, like, a Marvel con. Yeah. DC's like, fuck it. We're doing Fandome, and you're going to see a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to release a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not going to talk about the Zack Snyder fucking Justice League because I'll watch it when I watch it, and I really don't give a shit. Isn't there a Flash coming out or something? Or am I jumping your story? Well, they introduced... They had Ezra Miller's Flash, who's from the Justice League movies, appear in the actual CW show, which was cool, because you're like, oh my god, the multiverse. Yeah. Um, Because at one point, uh, Gary Gustin's Flash from the show runs into the Justice League from the movies, Barry Allen, and they're both Barry Allen. Yeah. And he's like, oh my god, you're the Flash too. And Ezra Miller goes, Flash, that's a great name. So he literally gives him his name in continuity. Um, okay. They've released that, like, Ben Affleck will be coming back as 
Batman or like and, a cameo kind of well it's that cameo, the Flash or? is gonna in the movie the Flash is gonna open the multiverse so that everything we've seen will get retconned somehow um, retroactive retroactive continuity in case you're wondering um, I'm sure you're yeah no. but I gotta say it for them not that you're Poor stupid audience. either sorry I'm not trying to but anyway so they're gonna retcon like how when the Flash runs into what I'm calling Batfleck or the uh, Michael Keaton's Batman from 1989 my fucking Batman your Batman uh, well Kevin Conroy's my Batman but my first you yeah. know theatrical Batman I mean like I'm Batman like uh, how that's gonna get explained when like the Flash runs up against them cause he's gonna open up like the multiverse which is how you explain and we'll get right into it Robert Patterson's Batman The Batman is what they're calling it The Batman that's the name of the movie okay. I'm not like I'm not trying to be like The Batman I'm excited like you know everyone shat on Affleck everyone shat on Patterson when he took over for you know, as, as Batman, but, like, yeah. I'm the guy, like, when I heard Heath Ledger was going to play the Joker, I was like, <laughs> that guy from Knight's Tale, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. And then he won a fucking Oscar. Like, I was in the wrong, which means I tend to back off from judgment calls. I think that Robert Pattinson, have you seen the trailer? I have not. It's super serial killing. Like, the Riddler, like, leaves people, like, with, like, like plastic bags over their faces that say like no more lies on it and then like just a, a green note that just says like for the Batman in like shitty handwriting um it's bonkers um so I'm super excited Patterson you know we all know him from Twilight and the, if you do know him from his beginning Cedric Diggory yes of course he was Poor, poor Cedric. I know. The, f- the first uh, the first person killed by, by Snakeface, by Voldemort. I was called him Cobra Commander. <laughs> I was called him Cobra Commander for fuck's sake. Good job confusing those up, Doug. Yeah, no. Um, you know, calling, <laughs> calling Voldemort Cobra Commander is so much cooler. I agree. I, like, just call him that, like... Well, the Death Eaters and Voldemort, and he, he should not be named. I'm like, I'm Cobra Commander. Like, he's Parcel Tongue. Yep. He's got Nagiri. Like, what the fuck? Which was heartbreaking in Fantastic Beasts. But here's their, here, neither here nor there. Um, you've got uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. You see very little of him, which it's going to be a lot of prosthetics. Um, but yeah, like, the Riddler looks... We haven't seen him. We've only seen like his aftermath, and it looks serial killer, killerly, like like Zodiac level. Like it's Ooh. creepy as fuck. Let's go watch the trailer now. You need to rewatch. I've already watched it like three times, and I think you know Patterson gets a bad rap. I'm sorry, but he was in that David Cronenberg. Uh, remember, right? David Cronenberg movie um, called like Metropolis or something like that, or Metropolitan or something like that. Like, he's in a bunch of art films that, like, he's actually fucking brilliant in. And he's, like, he's moody and all that, like, the way Bruce Wayne would be. And this yeah. is all based on, like, the second year of Batman. Um, so it's kind of a, a different one that you've seen with, like, Michael Keaton or, um, who was that? Christian Bale or uh, the other one. Uh, who am I forgetting? Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton. Um, or Kevin Conroy, um, so I'm excited. I think I think it's gonna fucking work. I honestly do, and I love the Batmobile. The thing's basically like a fucking '66 Mustang with a fucking booster. Like it's a muscle car, and I'm fucking digging it. Um, I just love that. Like, once any questions, his place of like, this is the second year I've been doing this. Now supervillains are coming in as like, you know. And it, yeah. it, it broaches the idea of, and this has always been the thing with Gotham, does does Batman attract the villains, or do the villains attract Batman? Like, what is it about Gotham? If Batman wasn't in Gotham, would the supervillains still be there? Because it's kind of basically New York City. Um, 
but because he's there, like they see it as a challenge yeah. or you know a, a, a foe to like defeat or something. Um, with the Ooh. scarecrow, it's he's afraid of bats, so it's something to conquer. Uh, spoiler alert for decades of comp mythology. Um, I'm excited for I'm excited for the Batman. I really am. You'll have to go watch I'm it psyched. and see if I like Robert Patterson as the new Batman. It looks moodier than I. It looks in the same vein as like. Is it darker than other Batmans? <sighs> It's like if David Fincher made it... Well, I know it's Matt Reeves, and I'm not trying to knock Matt Reeves. But it, it, it very much has, like, a David Fincher vibe to it. Who did Zodiac, who did... Um, I'm trying to think of David Fincher movies that you would know. Um, but David Fincher is known for, like, shooting dark. Everything's, like... Okay. Morally murky, like, to the, like, murkiest. That you can go. Yeah, like, um, uh, Seven. Seven was... Uh, with Brad Pitt and the what's in the box oh okay and it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head I'm not gonna say spoiler on that because that's like 25 years old <laughs> um you also saw the behind the scenes on Suicide Squad by James Gunn who did Guardians of the Galaxy we'll go back to that um I don't think I did see the behind the scenes on Suicide Squad it's you still got Margot Robbie as um Harley Quinn, you have... Idris. I say you're going to hate me, but I never saw the first Suicide Squad. Keep living your life. Okay, good. If if there's anything to avoid, Jared Leto's Joker. Oof. And it's not that he did... A, it's not that he did a bad job. The movie just didn't service the character. Gotcha. Um, I love that he kind of had like a weird juggalo vibe. And that he like basically like put himself in a hotel room... And listen, like, 1920s gospel. <laughs> like, his Joker could have been really cool, but, like, the film just didn't yeah. service the character well. Gotcha. Um, they, the whole joke with DC is that they they should just do, like, shot-for-shot shot remakes of, like, their animated movies. Because their animated movies. Yeah, their animated are great. Balls. Like, and they had one called uh, Escape from Arkham, which had Suicide Squad. Uh, or Task Force X. Yeah. Um, and I think if they would have done Escape from Arkham as a live action, as opposed to the last Suicide Squad, it would have worked. Yeah, DC does really well with their animated. I will oh, agree on that. Oh, I'm never gonna knock. I'm never gonna knock DC animated ever, ever, ever. Not now. Not never. Not now. Not now. Not never. We are now a cat. Jumping bibbly, jumping bibbly, <laughs> bibbly from branch to branch. <laughs> License registration. Right. Chicken fucker! Anyway, um, so you see some behind-the-scenes stuff with Suicide Squad. Apparently it's split between, like, the 70s and now. So oh. I'm very interested to see, like, how James Gunn does it. Especially because you've introduced, like, Peacemaker and Polka Dot Man. Guess yeah. what? Guess how he's dressed. Polka Dots. Um, I wonder. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, like, we haven't seen a trailer outright. Um... Is it going to be DC's, truly DC's, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Probably. Um, also, I'm glad that now that that's wrapped up, he can go back to doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3, because I'm super excited for that as well. I didn't know they were making a third one. I'm excited. Yeah, they, they fired James Gunn from it. And then he went to go do Suicide Squad, and then the internet's like, fuck you, there is no, like, Dave Bautista, Drax, was like, I'm going to leave if there's no James Gunn. Yeah. Um, and it's because, like, he had posted, like, some horrible tweets about baby rape ten years ago. And I'm like, have you, like, watched James Gunn's early stuff on Troma? Like, he did Tromeo and Juliet, which was Romeo and Juliet, but with, like, yeah. this, like, really dark side to it. Where, instead of being poisoned, Juliet turns into, like, this weird cow creature with, like, a three-foot cock. And I'm like, yeah, he had a dark, fucked-up sense of humor, like... That's what works. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying rape babies, but like, looking back on Facebook, if I look back 10 years, like, I'm sure I made jokes that were like, oh, okay, yeah. like, I don't really mean I want to face rape puppies, uh, face rape, fist rape puppies, but like, I made a joke about it. 
Do I wish puppies ill? No. Do I want to get my hands that dirty? No, especially with glare of sanitizer and stuff. But I mean... Especially in this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> Just with, you know... Everything. COVID, like, I, I wouldn't want to f- fist rape puppies. Um, it's the only thing keeping them safe is these uncertain times. If there was no COVID, I would just be wearing puppy... <laughs> puppy mitts? Pu- puppy rape mittens. I'm bearing myself... We got that really dark there, Doug, yeah, for a moment. that's what I'm saying. So, any hoozle. Wonder Woman 1984, they've released a new trailer of that, which shows... And I don't know how I feel about this. They show the actual cheetah. So they show Kristen Wiig, who's like been like Ghostbusters SNL, like she's funny, and they've shown her like like in like you know. Hey Jimmy, you want to turn that down for me? <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. But like they show like Kristen Wiig, like you know, talking about like I want to be an apex predator, and Wonder Woman's never like had to like fight someone equal to her, and they show Kristen Wiig like in like uh, like animal print. I'm going, okay, well, she looks like kind of like Susie and the Banshees, 1980s punk rock. You didn't get the ex- explicit reference on that. Yeah, but, like, okay. you, know, you know, like spikes on the shoulders, like, yeah. you know, an animal print. And then one woman's like, you're not really a threat. You're still human. Cut to showing one woman going, what have you done? You're right Excuse there. me. <laughs> what have you done to yourself, Barbara, which is Barbara Minerva, the... Cheetah's real name. That you actually do see like the like Cheetah as like a hybrid Cheetah lady. I don't know how I feel about this. I haven't even seen the trailer, so I don't really have From the neck down, it looks exactly like the comic. So you're like, okay, like semi-naked but covered in fur. Yeah. Like Cheetah Lady. Okay. But from the neck up, like she has like a mane. And, And maybe it's just like the footage I saw, but like it doesn't look like a cheetah. No, like it a looks like it looks like cheetah hybrid. It looks thing. like cats. Oh, like cats, cats. I haven't even seen the cats movie, but ooh. um, if I did, I would see the butthole version. You heard about that, right? I did not. Yeah, there's a version of cats with like they show the buttholes. Like it's like it looks like cat buttholes. You need to get on the internet more, <laughs> and I need to be on the internet less. But like, it, it, it doesn't look it doesn't look as sleek as okay. I thought it would. Like, she's got like you know kind of a mane, and it doesn't look it looks masculine. Whereas, in the comics, she looks more feminine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, mo- it looks like a, more like a sleek cat lady. Okay. Well, I mean like cats. Like, well, I mean like you saw like the cats from Cats. Mm-hmm. How that look like sleek. Yeah. Like that's what I expected like in a good way. <laughs> from Wonder Woman 1984. And, then um, and apparently, like, yeah, Chris Pine is back and whatever. Um, I'm surprised they didn't do something kind of like the original Thundercats with, like, her cheetah look, where she just has, like, really big hair and just facial markings instead of, like, a mane on the face. I think they tried to, like, do, like, big hair, and maybe that's what I'm seeing is, like, the hair behind the head. Maybe. So, you know, one thing, like... I'm a nerd, and I've this got... This is your vomit. Yeah, this is my... Yes. <laughs> Way to bring it back full circle, but like... You're welcome. Yeah, I'm not going to be 100% happy with anything. Like, I'm just not. Well, this is going to everyone's individual views Especially when, when it's an adaptation of something, and I go, no, it should look like this. I mean, and yeah, that worked for Sonic, which I didn't watch, but I heard good things. When they redid Sonic's design... And made him look more like the video game than... Yes. The one that, that weird, like, Uncanny Valley deuce, uh, what was the, what was the movie with the, the fake lady, Ex Machina, <laughs> where she's like, and now I've got skin strips, and I'm like, cool, I'm never fucking another lady again, because I don't know if you're an AI, um, with possibly a fan down there that will cut off my dick, um, I assume. Or teeth, like the movie Teeth. Did you actually watch the movie Teeth? I did. Oh, I God. did. She bites her dentist dick off. Oh my God. 
Really? That movie's older than you are? Like, are you serious? Yeah, I watched it in college because our dental hygienist students ordered the movie, and I don't think they realized what it was about. No, no, no. It's it's not about... It's it's about... <coughs> it, in, in the Latin, it's called vagina dentata, which is yep. basically pussy teeth. Yep. If you haven't seen the movie, it's a great, like, schlock horror movie. I really do like it. Um, I saw it when there was still a movie theater on the uh, Metro UCD, the Tivoli. I still think it's funny when she, what, like, her brother fucks her and then she bites it off and the dog eats his dick. Yep. Movie's fucked up. Yep. Funny, though. I mean, great. It's funny. It's not a great, I wouldn't say great movie, but it's fun. It's definitely one that you're like, what am I watching? It's one of those where, like, I'm like, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it because I'm like, because you kind of get, like, where I'm coming from on, yeah. like, my, my daily life. Yeah. Teeth, but there shouldn't be teeth. Yep. Um... And then the last trailer that we've seen from uh, Fandom, I'm excited, Gotham Knights. Oh no, I'm sorry, this is going to kind of go hand in hand, because um, Rocksteady has released, speaking of Arkham, Rocksteady has released a trailer for the new Suicide Squad game. There's a game. Called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. The trailer is fan-fucking-tastic. The game doesn't come out till next year, which I'm probably, it'll be, like, you know, uh, next-gen, it'll be PlayStation 5 and Xbox. Fuck Xbox, so whatever that thing's called. Xbox One, Xbox X, Xbox. Xbox something. Xbox, I'm not going to buy it because I'm going to get a PlayStation 5. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha! One, two, three, four. But anyway, um, fantastic trailer, uh, really fun. Uh, and then, but my big one, and the Suicide Squad one, it's like, it's fun. I'm going, oh, I'll be just like, see what, like, Rocksteady does. Especially because, like, they're the ones behind, like, Batman, Arkham Asylum, Island, and City, or City and Knights, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how it fits into the, kind of, the Arkhamverse, is what they call it. But my big one is, ooh. Uh-oh, drum roll. Yeah. Oh, that's where we shouldn't have done that at all. Sorry, ears of people. Um, we did it light enough. W, uh, WB Montreal is putting out Gotham Knights, which is basically the sequel to uh, Arkham Knights, where Batman has committed suicide, faked his death, we don't know, but he's quit being Batman. Oh, no. And you get to play as Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing and the Red Hood. Ooh. I don't know if it's interchangeable. I don't know if you get to pick a character and just like run through the story. I don't know, but the gameplay that I've seen is. Calm down there, Doug. I gave myself a black eye with my boner. <laughs> and only because I'm uh, right handed. So if I was ambidextrous, I'd be blind. I'd be wearing a, I'd be wearing a blindfold. I'd be wearing. Just, I'm wearing two eye patches. Not even a blindfold. Two eye, eye patches. patches. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, a, like a fucking retarded pirate. Um, yeah, I'm psyched. And it's not going to come out till next year, uh, which means the next gen. The, the character mapping is not as clean as I would have liked it to have been compared to the Suicide Squad kill. Mm-hmm. You know, just Suicide yeah. Squad video game um, I think based on what I've seen like comparatively to trailer versus gameplay I'm excited for both I'm gonna yeah. like shut up and take my money you say um, that about a lot of games though Doug shut up and take my money Avengers comes out in a week and a half and the new Control DLC comes out and then I can finally like be done with Control well once I beat that um, yeah Awe is what it's called. A-W-E uh, Altered World Event. Which apparently like ties it into its kind of like weird older brother storyline with Alan Wake. Mm-hmm. A-W. So we'll see what that does. I've never put any of the Alan Wake games. Wait and see what it's like when it comes out. You know, we talked about whenever the next No Applause comes out. And I kind of like this idea of talking about what we want to, like, what we're excited for in the next month, like the next coming month. Yeah. So, 
anything in September you're like you're super excited for? I don't have anything outside of like making our audience cringe with a <laughs> phone drop. Yeah. No, I don't have anything coming out next month. Okay. Unfortunately. Um, obviously, I'm excited for you know the control deal. Excited for a lot of things, Doug. Well, for you know, in, in terms of September, I would say probably. Oof, in terms of September, I would say. I was excited for NDK until that yeah, got canceled. Right. Um, I would say probably Avengers, especially because they've already released that Spider-Man's going to be a PlayStation Four exclusive playable character. They've already released that there's going to be a DLC with Hawkeye. Okay. That'll be the first DLC. Um, and, man, probably at the end of the month of August, like, there's a book coming out I'm really excited for, which we already talked about off, offline. Um, Control, and... And after that, it's like PlayStation 5. Like, because you got to figure, like, around, like, the end of September, like, they've got to start releasing, like, something, at least points. for the holiday season. Well, they already have the, um, the kind of, like, placeholder page on Amazon for PlayStation 5 really? pre-order. Yeah. You can't pre-order it. Yet. Yet. And they're saying, like, you can only do one. Like, I can't pre-order, like, three PlayStation 5s. That ain't, that ain't happening. But they've started releasing, like, what you can do with, like, the, like, haptic-sensitive triggers on the DualSense. And it sounds so fucking cool. Like, if I have the money, I'd actually kind of want to buy you a PlayStation 5 just so we could talk about it. <laughs> just to talk about it? Just, like, I wouldn't buy you Horizon 2 or Horizon Zero Dawn Wild California Adventure or yeah. whatever it's called. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Mr. Robotic Toad's Wild Ride. Um, but I think the PlayStation 5 is going to be a fucking groundbreaker. I really do think that. It's going to be interesting to see. If I what were the to next get gen... One, yeah, what the next gen would be. And I'm not sure which one I want to get yet. If I want to get just the DLC version or the disc one. I'm going to get the disc one. I mean, one, backwards compatibility. Except for controllers. Apparently, the 5... Controller doesn't work with four games. I don't know how they're going to work that out. Yeah, that's going to be um, interesting. And if you get the Avengers pre-order, like I did, um, you actually get like a transfer of um, data. Like You can actually transfer your file over to the next gen. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which I'd like to see more of. Um, versus the whole um, Xbox like free pass where you get early access to demos, but... That's it? Yeah, demos. like, it's, Xbox... Xbox Live doesn't... Like, yeah, it's... You can still play games online with your friends on Xbox without having Xbox Live. But at the same time, like, the PlayStation Plus has so much more to offer. And it's like, yeah, you pay for it, but, like, you get what you pay for. Like, yeah, it sucks. I have to pay, you know, whatever... 100 bucks a year or whatever it is. Yeah. To play with my friends online on Destiny 2 or, you know, Destiny expansions, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or Avengers beta. But at the same time, I get, like, two free games a month, which is, what is that, like, 24 games? Yeah. I mean... A year, that's... I'm not going to download all of them because I don't care about Call of Duty or... Yeah. There's some kind of weird arena Fortnite-type game, Fall Guys, I'm like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, like, I got Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I need to talk about real quick. Um, that I, I, the turkey. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I beat Shadow of Tomb Raider literally before we came here. Like, I was watching, like, the end credits. It's a fun game. It's not as fun as Rise of the Tomb Raider. I think the story in Rise of the Tomb Raider is better. I think the, like skill tree is better and makes more sense. Um, we talked about this, you know, on previous episodes where the bad guy in Shadow of the Tomb Raider was like, I found the guy who runs this, and there's like no emotional connection at all. It's like, just some dude named Dominguez. Oh, also, and his like, right hand, Rourke, you don't even fight him. Yeah. 
Like, he gets killed by these weird, like, Other aboriginal monster, monster people. Huh. And you're okay. like, oh, well, okay, that was a boss fight I expected to have, and then yeah. I didn't. Um, and I've got one more DLC. I think it's the um, Definitive Edition. So the one DLC that like you actually have to, you actually have to beat the game to go do. It's a yeah. path home. That's what it's called. I will play public today. But otherwise, like yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think is better than Shadow of the Tomb Raider. But it's still fun. I mean, it's like you know, it's an action adventure game. And, yeah, um, it's one that refer- it like goes back to other. Like older games. It doesn't reference back, but it's based off. Not I'll based tell you this. Going back to what we talked about last week, two weeks, about jerking off to like... Oh yeah, video game characters. Yeah, fictional yeah. characters. Back in my day, my characters didn't have curves. They were They sticks. had edges. Edges. Her tits were triangular. <laughs> oh, poor Doug. Had the pointy ones. Oof. I'll put my eyes out. I'll put my eyes out motorboating them. If you like what you heard, check some of our other shows out like Exotic Liability, Nerd Vomit, Black Falls, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com.